0: Welcome to the So You're Ready to Date podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Angie. And here's what we talk about all things dating, love, and relationships, and most importantly, having fun.
1: Join us for practical advice for dating successfully on your terms. Welcome aboard. And enjoy the ride.
0: Welcome back to a new week and a new episode of So You're Ready to Date the podcast. Today, we're diving into a great topic for the season. It's getting to be that time of year. We are getting into the holiday season. And with that, sometimes comes a little bit of stress. And when you're in a relationship, whether that is a brand new relationship, an established relationship, or sometimes even when you're just starting to date and it's not even technically a relationship yet, you have this awkward moment of, Do I give a gift? Don't I give a gift? What do I give as a gift? How is that all going to work? Do we talk about it? Do we not talk about it? So today we thought we would dive into that topic a little bit, maybe give you some ideas to kickstart your own creativity on what you may want to do, what you may not want to do, and talk about whether or not you even feel like it's an appropriate path to go down to give a gift at the status that you're at and the stage that you're in.
1: So, funny enough, I had a conversation with my boyfriend like not too long ago, actually, about gift giving. And then he's starting to talk about his thoughts about gifts. I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm asking, are we exchanging gifts? I wasn't asking y- your opinion on gifts in general is fine and lovely, but I'm asking, do you expect us? <laughs> To be ex- exchanging gifts because I think it's one of those situations where it sometimes feels like you have to be a mind reader about gifts and gift exchanges, and to have that conversation of, like, okay, what. Are your thoughts, do you not want to do this? Because if you don't want to, we cannot do that. But if you do, all right, then let's start to have that conversation of what's an appropriate gift in your mind as opposed to mine. Is there a dollar limit? Is there a spending limit? Is there, what is your thought process with regards to that? So I think so that, you know, on Christmas morning, you're not unwrapping a vacuum when you have clearly asked for like a Taylor Swift something or other, right? So (laughs) (laughs) clear and kind communication here.
0: Ah, yes. You know, I think back and sometimes it's great to have those conversations. And my boyfriend and I have also had those conversations. And in recent years, it has been, we don't need to exchange gifts. We're both on the same page and I don't need to accumulate stuff. We're talking about making a major move across the country. We don't want extra stuff to pack. So we're both on the same page of we're not exchanging gifts. However, early on in the relationship, it was not quite as clear and conversations were not so easy to be had. And for the first couple of years, he would say, well, what do you want for Christmas? And we would go through and I would say, well, I don't know. He'd tell me to pick something out and I would pick something out or I would tell him something and he would hand me his phone and his credit card. (laughs) Not really my idea of romantic or, you know, idea of gift giving, I to get some nice plates out of the ordeal. So there's there's a lot of different ways to have conversations and communicate. And there really isn't any wrong way. And I think I talked about it last season, too, the, our very first Christmas, when we hadn't even been together for a month at that point in time. And how did you how do you handle that? And what do you do when you feel like it's not quite serious enough to really invest in a Christmas gift, but you don't want to look cheap, but you don't want to not spend money, but you don't want to invest heavily in a gift and kind of navigating that. So I think there's a lot of different stages that a relationship can go through when you're talking about gift giving.
1: Well, and Christmas and my birthday are literally like two weeks apart. And very much like your situation, our first date was like December 7th or something like that so we were coming into this and the reason we're having we, he and i were having this conversation is that we don't have similar backgrounds he's not originally from the us he's not originally christian like i am so he doesn't celebrate christmas and those holidays at all, really. And I don't, I didn't know what his expectations were for that time of year. Is that something that I think his friend, he said his friends got together and they would sometimes do a gift exchange, but not necessarily. So I just really didn't know what his expectations were around this holiday. And again, if it was like, if we don't want to exchange gifts, I'm fine. And I think we settled on something uh, small, but intimate in that sense of, I crocheted him a hat a couple of weeks ago because- I woke up one morning to him having wrapped a T-shirt around his head because his head got cold in the middle of the night. So in my caretaker brain, I'm like, let me crochet you a beanie. And he loved it. So he's like, I want you to do something like that. Cool. Perfect. I have a couple of ideas. I can roll with that. But I need to know, are you expecting some big grand gesture or are we just doing something small and thoughtful that's like I saw this or I did this I thought of you or this is something as a couple I think we would really enjoy and in that space take away this worry or this fret that it's either not going to be good enough or it's too big and the other person didn't reciprocate in kind so trying to not only save each other's feelings but have appropriate expectations for coming into this holiday season.
0: I think that is a really great way to kind of jump off and a starting point for where you're at in your relationship, whether you've been together for two days, or you've been together for 50 years, something thoughtful is always in style and something that you can always do. And whether you're the creative sort where you're going to knit or crochet something or not is irrelevant. I know that when we first got together, my boyfriend and I first got together, I went out, I, I know that I've talked about this before. And I still think it's a ridiculous gift idea. But it was fun. And he still has it. But I went out and I bought a, a CNC. It was a $10 toy. And I went and I did some Googling online. And I did some searching and thought of different restaurants that I wanted to try around town or that i like to go to or homemade meals that I wanted to do. And I put some of those on the CNC and I cut them out in the little shapes and I glued them over top of the barnyard animals. And it was one that had a flip side. And so then the other side, I would flip it over and then I put places or date ideas like ice skating or roller skating or going to a sporting event or going on a hike or whatever sported, whatever type of date ideas that I came up with for that. And I cut those out and I put those on the other one. And so that was our spin the wheel and have a date night. Type of thing. And that was the gift that I wrapped up for him, because it was a way for me to say, yes, I like you. Look, I want to spend all of this quality time with you. Yes, I'm thinking of you for this holiday, but I'm still not breaking the bank. And I am not saying that you have to go out and spend a lot of money on me and reciprocate this big grand gesture. And even if you don't get me anything, it's not uncomfortable because my total investment was $10 because I did
1: that something very early on is I found it on Pinterest where I had a bunch of like blank cards. And I wrote, here's a card for when you're happy. Here's a card for when you're sad. Here's a card. So f- something for him to take home with him. So not that we're long distance. And I think it was typically supposed to be for a long distance couple, but we were still kind of getting to know each other. So it was these little ways where, you know, I think one of them I sprayed with like my perfume or something. So it was all of these little ways that, again, didn't cost me anything because I already had the cards and they were blank. And I was me just Googling (laughs) what would be a romantic thing to say when somebody's sad or upset or frustrated or whatever it is. And I think we get in our head this idea that for something to be a good gift, that it has to be expensive. And sometimes it's just about putting a little bit of thought, a little bit of legwork on Google, on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, whatever it is. And you can come up with some really great ideas that make that other person maybe feel seen and Heard and be like, oh, this person took some time. And I know it's not everybody's love language, but to me, somebody who had taken the time, be like, I thought about you, I put some work and effort into this, goes a long way more than whatever the price tag might have been on any other
0: kind of gift. And even if you're not crafty, because I even think, even if they're blank cards and you're filling those out, because I've done that one too that sometimes that still requires you to be a little bit crafty or decorate. And not all of us are crafty and we're not all going to go out and and do that kind of thing. But if you are crafty, certainly putting that kind of effort into it and putting something together there is going to be a treasured gift for a long time. But even going out and buying a store bought card and writing your thoughts in the card and spritzing your perfume on it or putting some I think one that I did was I put a gift card in there for their favorite restaurant so that they can order pizza when they were upset or when they were celebrating or something like that, or putting something in there that they like to do. If they have something that a routine that they do when they get nervous or with, a routine that they do before they take a big test or before they go on stage or whatever it is that they do and they have a routine, being able to add a piece of that into a store bought card that you have is something that can be very thoughtful or even writing a message in there that they can hold on to and refer back to and keep and have that as a keepsake can be a very important gift and can mean more than going out and spending money on something. Because you put your thoughts and you've put your heart into giving that gift.
1: Well, you talk about crafty stuff and you and I are both big on crafting. And I think it comes very naturally to us. But one of the things that I did was last year for Valentine's Day. And literally anybody can do this. You don't have to be crafty, is that I he he was a gum chewer and he was doing it pretty I and mean, he still is, but not to the point. I think he was still trying to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> that always fresh breath thing. But I bought, went to the dollar store, got a different pack, different kinds of packs of gum, and then just like taped them onto some plastic flowers and then put them wrapped them in like some tissue paper. And he thought it was the greatest thing ever. Like, especially if you're giving something to a man, sometimes those gifts that you don't think are typically manly, like flowers, like something romantic like that can go a long way. Not I mean, you have to know your person Not everybody is going to take it in that particular way. But don't discount your fact that you can't be crafty in some ways and keeping it really simple and reloading their coffee card or reloading like their wing card if they go to a specific place can be can go a long way because you can do a lot of this stuff virtually so if you don't you're like i can't pick a good card i don't want to go to the store there's a lot of ways electronically you can do that exact same thing and it can go a long way saying hey i'm gonna venmo you such and such amount so you can get your nails done or you can go get a new hat or you can go do whatever it is you want to do it may not seem romantic to everybody but it might to that person be like oh my gosh they actually get me
0: I think going along with that too, when you think about how well you know somebody or taking their interests in mind, you can go and get some sort of customized gift. And again, it doesn't need to cost a fortune. It could. You can go out and have a piece of jewelry engraved, or you can go out and get monogrammed hand towel for their golf cart or for their golf bag or whatever it is, you can go out and get something customized like that. But even putting together and getting a a shirt customized, there are a lot of local vendors that you can go out and do that now and be able to support your local economy and your local businesses while at the same time getting something unique and customized where you don't have to be the one that is being crafty or artsy.
1: Well, and another thing too is maybe you cook. Maybe that's your way of expressing. And one thing that I did, we were talking about something and he mentioned this like recipe that he used to have when he was little back in his home country. And so I was just messing around on Pinterest and he's like, oh, it looks something like that. So I took note of the recipe. And then the next time we were making dinner, that's what we made for dinner. And he's like, Oh, my, so it literally cost me under $10 for all of the ingredients. But again, it's one you're listening to what your person is saying, Hey, this is something from my childhood. So maybe it's reaching out to like an aunt or a grandma or a mom and saying, Hey, can you send me this recipe? I want to make it for so and so or You know, searching for a recipe online of something that they remember eating from their childhood and then making that a date night dinner or doing something along those lines is another way to keep the cost low, but also say, hey, I'm thinking of you. I'm paying attention. I wanted to bring you this little
0: taste of your childhood. I love that idea. And I think about that for my boyfriend's birthday dinner. One of the things when I was growing up was on your birthday, You get to be the boss for the day type of thing. And you get to pick what we have for dinner, where we eat, whether you want something cooked at home, whether you want to go out, no matter what it is that you want to do, you get to choose. And it's always with him. It's always make my favorite meal. So we always go through the process or I always go through the process of buying the stuff. It's rare that he'll actually allow me to make it because I don't do it right. (laughs) That's okay. I don't like to cook anyway, but you know, having the stuff, going out, doing all of the shopping so that he knows that my plan is to make his favorite meal and whether or not he decides to kick me out of the kitchen, that's all on him. So,
1: well, yeah, again, it's like I saved you the legwork of going to the grocery store. I can be your sous chef if you want me to help chop stuff or clean stuff up. I can assist you in that way if you want to do <laughs> the actual cooking. But again, it's that forethought, the thought that you put in the effort to get things ready for this, like you said, whether you get to stay (laughs) or not, not always the point. Sometimes it is about the thought behind
0: the present. Yes, exactly. And then kind of moving on from there, baked goods are always a fun experience too. You know how you might do baked goods for kids as teachers or for other people in your lives, that's also an appropriate gift for a significant other or for somebody that you've just started seeing is to give them a plate of baked goods. I tell you, my best friend to this day, that is still her Christmas present to me is to come over and Fill my refrigerator up with meals and to bring me plates of baked goods because she knows that that is one of my least favorite activities in life is to spend my time in the kitchen. So she takes care of that for me. And she's been my best friend for I don't know, my my son is in his 20s. And she's been my best friend since they were in kindergarten together. And she still does that for me. So it never goes out of style.
1: Ah, yes. What <laughs> <Right>. is <laughs> <laughs> it was, usually like July? You start seeing those things where like, if you want to make these presents for Christmas. So because I've had friends who've made like homemade vanilla and, you know, infused vodkas and stuff like that. So yeah, if there's somebody who enjoys that kind of thing, that can be something to look into. Or maybe you find a class on mixology or a cooking class where you can go together and learn to make something new. So it doesn't always have to be a physical thing. A lot of it can be about experiences. And that's something not romantically, but in my relationship with my niece that I've tried to do that. Yes, we do exchange gifts every once in a while, but we had so many fun experiences together. And sometimes that's the stuff you still talk about like five, 10 years later, where it's like, do you remember that Christmas where we slept out in that igloo or we we went snowshoeing or whatever the activity might be? Sometimes finding those experiences that you can do together can be kind of fun. It's one of those things you have to be a little careful if you're still in the beginning stages, not to get too ahead of yourself, not to say that you can't plan something six months out. But if this is like two or three dates in, then maybe something within the next month, within the next couple of weeks, show some forethought, but it's not like trying to, all right, we've just had drinks twice, why is she trying to do a weekend away six months (laughs) in the future? So some common sense in there being like, okay, I saw this coming up next week, It's a band I thought you might be interested in. You want to go do that. So never discount the fact that an experience might be a really great way to connect with either that person you're just getting to know or to learn something more about the person you've been with
0: for a while. Whether that experience is together, which is great, or just something that you know that they want to do and you're not very interested in it, it's something that you can just do for them that you don't have to accompany them with and can be a gift for them. If it's a hobby they like, let's say that they like to go ice fishing and you're not going to sit out on the ice, you know, maybe it's something that has to do with that. So it can be an experience that you are not a part of, Or it can be an experience that you share together. Either way, an experience is a great gift. And that experience could also be shared with others. So maybe it's an experience that you're saying, we're going to get together and we're going to do a private in-home cooking class. And you had mentioned that. And I know that there's somebody here in town that does that. So I'm going to bring that up but you can invite some friends over. And the part of the gift would be to have this in home party where you're all having this experience together and bringing that all together. So there can be a lot of different ways to put that experience together so that it makes a a great gift and suits the situation that you are specifically in.
1: Well, and we talked about it this season, introducing your special someone to your friends. So if this is something that maybe you want to do, this might be a nice soft launch for somebody, or if you're trying to build and foster those relationships, maybe finding that group activity where everybody can go and do something fun, do something new might be a way to kind of not force friendship, but to kind of help foster (laughs) friendships between your new significant person and your
0: established friend group or family group. And thinking about even from that, when you're talking about what experiences you may or may not enjoy and thinking long-term from there, taking that to maybe a subscription box. Maybe it is something where you need to explore what those hobbies are. And somebody has mentioned that they may like to try something. Putting a subscription box in place and doing something like that can be a great gift too and a gift that keeps on giving. And maybe that's something that you can participate in and experiment with and try together. Or maybe it's something that is just for your significant other and is set up that way. But a subscription box is another way to start down that path with with having a lot of different options.
1: Yeah. And I feel like there's such a variety of those that hits just about every kind of interest that a person can have, and so many ways to kind of individualize and personalize and customize something for that person, then it becomes a really great way to say like, every month, I'm thinking of you.
0: (laughs) And, And that really is a great way to say that. And it is a gift that keeps on giving too. Just like an experience is something that you may talk about in 10 years, that subscription box is going to come each month and each month they're going to be reminded of the fact that they received that from you and they're getting that because of you. And it's a great way to keep yourself top of mind in a relationship too, which is kind of cool.
1: Now, we know we've been talking like gifts in relation to keeping it fairly G and PG, But there's nothing that says that you can't gift somebody like sexy underwear or take a trip to like a sex shop or something like that. And this is in mind (laughs) that you're not doing a family gift exchange, right? (laughs) And, And your girlfriend of like a few months opens up a vibrator in front of your mom and your grandmother, right? But I think there is also giving gifts in like looking at all aspects of your life. Is there something in the bedroom that you want to try? Maybe it's brand new sheets. Maybe it is a sex toy. Maybe it is fancy lingerie, but maybe it's a different way that you want to connect with someone and opening up the whole idea of what is constitutes a gift that doesn't necessarily have to be a Valentine's Day gift, maybe, but kind of broadening the spaces from where you pull
0: giving gifts from too. I think that's a great point because we do get caught up in the fact that those are gift ideas for Valentine's Day, but they don't necessarily have to be. I think a lot of times we get caught up in the fact that on these holidays during this time of year before we get to Valentine's Day, a lot of times the Gift exchanges are a little bit more public, but there is nothing saying that you can't have a private gift exchange. And a private gift exchange could certainly constitute more intimate gift giving ideas and situations. Giving yourself does a gift, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. You certainly unwrap yourself. Going from there back to maybe some of those G-rated gifts as you are getting further along in your relationship and taking that to another level, just maybe throwing out some other ideas that might spark some thoughts thinking about sporting events, thinking about tickets. We talked about experiences. Those are some other types of experiences that you could have other than classes. Going to a concert, going to a play, going to a live performance, going to a Broadway show, going on a trip out of town to go see something. Maybe that would be Broadway. Maybe that is just to hop on a plane and go have dinner in a different city. I don't know. But there's there's ideas that you could do like that. Maybe it is a weekend getaway and you have something like that plan for uh, a romantic getaway that could make make a great gift.
1: Or, you know, in that vein too, a nice staycation, you can't necessarily maybe it's a hotel that you would never normally stay at. Maybe it's Going to a place that has a water park, you know, an indoors swimming pool, whatever it might be. It's finding those ways that maybe give you some time to connect in a very different and
0: unique sort of way. Sitting back and reflecting on what your partner's love language is. And giving a gift that is in line with their love language is going to be very meaningful. So at the beginning, we talked a lot about the arts and crafts. And you can tell that Lisa and I are both very (laughs) artsy people and very crafty people. And we do that. And that comes very naturally to us. But that doesn't come naturally to everyone. So sitting back and thinking about what your partner's love language is, and then maybe even getting on Google and researching gifts that are in alignment with the love language can be very beneficial too, and can be more meaningful than just going to the store and picking up the first thing that you see because you don't know what else to get if you're living with somebody who is difficult to shop for.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think, is it a universal experience that everybody has been inside a gas station, Walmart, Walgreens at like seven o'clock on a Christmas Eve? <laughs> Right before everything's trying to shut down, like, I just need to get something. So you grab that shower set or whatever it is that I think every person has been gifted at some point that's got the like the body wash and the lotion and the hand cream or whatever it might be. So when this goes live, I know it'll be kind of cutting it close to that kind of holiday gift season, but even last minute, there are still plenty of things that you can do that don't require a lot of money, that don't require maybe a big time investment up front. It may be saying, hey, I wrote this on a little card saying, I promise to do this. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to keep your word and actually do the thing you promised. But, you know, it, it is going to take some forethought if you want this to go a certain way, right? If you want this to go in the way where you, the person feels appreciated, where they feel like you actually put some time and energy and effort into this, because like, that's a part of this whole gift giving process that yes, it is about the person you're giving the gift to. And it it, it, it is a little bit about you. But if you don't want to put the time intention, and a focus into that, then you need to communicate that. And we've talked about expectations a lot this season, and I think that's one of them. If your person really celebrates this stuff, gets really excited about that, and you don't, you guys need to be having this conversation because somebody is going to get their feelings hurt. Somebody is going to be upset and disappointed. So if you know that this is not your love language, but it is theirs. There might be some time in places where you have to suck it up and do the thing that it doesn't come naturally to you, whether that's reaching out to their best friend, to their sister, to their mom saying, hey, what would they like doing a little bit of legwork on your own because you know it's important to them. And at the end of the day, you want them to feel happy and excited by whatever it is that they decided to get you.
0: So drop us a line, let us know what your best shopping tips are, what you've had the most success with, or what some of the best gifts that you've received for the holidays from a significant other have been. We want to hear about what your favorites have been. And... Join us next week when we are back with another great topic. You can drop us a line at SoYou'reReadyToDate at gmail.com or find us on all the social media channels and we will see you next week.